The following recording is offered by the Village Zendo. For more information, please visit villagezendo.org. Well, good morning, everyone. It's uh, it's lovely to see all of you. Um, we've been having sparkling late fall days here in the Northeast. Yesterday it was 70 degrees, t-shirt weather. Uh, today it's a bit cooler, but it's still a lovely day for a walk in the park or a walk in the woods. Uh, I don't know where uh, each of you are, um, but here the leaves have mostly fallen. Uh, the color palette is muted browns and grays with some splashes of yellow or red and the light is low in the sky. A little while ago, uh, I returned to Master Dogen's uh, instructions to the cook, looking for instructions on how to cope with everything going on in my life. I was finding it difficult to practice. I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed and also a little bit down. Uh, Ryotan Roshi suggested this study text. Now, I've read uh, instructions to the cook many times. Um, maybe you have as well. Um, this time it spoke to me in a way that I don't remember um, from previous readings. Uh, Dogen's teaching is about how to use the ingredients of our lives as they are to cook a beautiful meal. He says, even when one makes a soup of the crudest greens, we should not loathe or look down on them. Just as when one uses the finest cream, we should not elevate it. Can I have the same attitude without attachment or aversion towards my ordinary life? Including those times when I'm annoyed or bored or anxious, including those times when I'm reactive or depressed. Can I live my life in all its particularity, my job, my home, my family, my sangha, with care and devotion to serve the world. Instructions to the cook is, uh, is about practice, uh, the practice of living. It's very down to earth and pragmatic. It's not one of Dogen's uh, theoretical writings. And I feel it can provide useful guidance for those of us who are searching for meaning in this crazy broken world. It's kind of interesting that a text uh, by a scholar and monk uh, from the 13th century can be so relevant to us today. I mean, how many 13th century texts do you read? I don't read very many. Um, instructions to the cook uh, starts by describing the leadership positions in a Zen monastery, which include the position of Tenzo or cook. Now, it's interesting, we wouldn't think of a cook um, uh, as a leadership position anywhere in Western society. Um, but I've watched and worked with the Tenzos at Village Zendo retreats over the years. And I can say without hesitation that in a practice-oriented community such as ours and such as the one Dogen is describing, uh, the position of Tenzo requires a mature practitioner. It's hard work. 30 people depending on you for food to arrive at a specific time uh, with cooking conditions that may not be ideal. So it really requires a mature practitioner. 
Dogen talks extensively about the manner in which a Tenzo should approach their work in the kitchen, the mental attitude of the Tenzo, the care with which each aspect of the work is approached. So the section of this fascicle that I want to talk about today is the one where Dogen describes where he meets the time when he meets two cooks on his travels in China. Uh, Dogen had left Japan and gone to China because he wanted to find what he felt was missing in Zen uh, in Japan at the time. And he meets these two cooks. Uh, one is from uh, a monastery at Mount Tiantong, and the other is from a monastery at Mount Ayuang. And his conversations with these cooks uh, profoundly affect him, causing him to deepen his study of the way. So uh, when he meets the cook at Mount Tiantong, Dogen is actually staying there. Uh, and he sees the cook uh, in front of the Buddha hall drying mushrooms. And the old cook carried a bamboo staff in his hand. Uh, he had no hat on his head. And the sun was hot. The ground tiles were hot. And set, sweat was just dripping off of him uh, as he worked diligent, diligently to dry the mushrooms. He, uh, Dogen says he was suffering a bit with his backbone bent like a bow and his shaggy eyebrows. He resembled a crane. So Dogen approached him and asked him his age. And the cook replies, 68 years. Dogen says, why do you not employ lay trainees or laborers to do this difficult work? And the cook says, they're not me. Dogen says, Venerable Sir, your attitude is proper, but the sun is so hot. Why are you doing this work now? And the cook replies, what time should I wait for? Dogen began to realize how important an opportunity this position affords for practice. Later, Dogen was on board a ship when an old monk arrived. This is the second cook. Uh, the old cook and started, uh, this uh, old cook started inquiring of the Japanese passengers who had just come over from Japan, uh, if they had any shiitake mushrooms he could buy. Dogen invited the cook to join him for tea. And as they, old, as they talked, the old cook um, related a bit of his history and then explained that tomorrow was the feast day and he had no delicacy for the noon meal. He wanted some mushrooms to add to the noodle soup for the monks of the 10 directions. I guess uh, monks were, uh, uh, sorry, mushrooms were very important um, uh, as a delicacy in the 13th century uh, Japanese monastery. Um, Dogen asked the old cook if he would stay overnight so they could continue their chat. And the cook said, no. I need to go back and attend to my responsibilities. This is my engagement of the way. So Dogen asked essentially the same questions of this, this cook. He said, you're venerable in years. Why don't you sit in meditation to engage the way or contemplate the words of the ancients? It's troublesome being cook. All you do is labor. What good is that? The cook laughed and said, my good man from a foreign country, you do not yet understand engaging the way, and you do not understand the meaning of words. My good man from a foreign country, 
you do not yet understand engaging the way, and you do not understand the meaning of words. Dogen was ashamed, and he realized how much he had yet to learn. He and the cook agreed to meet again at a later date to discuss the matter fully. And so Dogen meets the cook some time later, and he wrote uh, in, uh, about uh, their meeting in, in, uh, in instructions to the cook. He says, we finally came to the matter he had touched on aboard the ship concerning the practice and study of characters. Characters, words. The cook said, a person who studies characters must know just what characters are. And one intending to practice the way must understand what practice is. It's very interesting person who studies characters must know just what characters are. What role do words play in our life? What role do teachings play in our life? What role does study? And one attending to practice the way must understand what practice is. Dogen says, I asked him once again, what are characters? He said, one, two, three, four, five. Dogen asked, what is practice? The old cook said, there's nothing in the world that is hidden. Dogen writes later on, I came, agro- I came across a gatha by Zwedu uh, that Zwedu had written for one of his disciples. One, seven, three, Five, the truth you search for cannot be grasped. As night advances, a bright moon illuminates the whole ocean. The dragon's jewels are found in every wave. Looking for the moon, it is here in this wave, in the next. Dogen says, it dawned on me then that what the Tenzo I had met the previous year had said, coincided perfectly with what Zwedu was pointing out through his Gatha. So I love the image of the first cook, hunched over, sweating in the heat, just doing his work, just living his life fully. You might imagine that a senior official in the monastery would resent having to work so hard or might delegate this work to someone more junior to him in the monastery but he doesn't do that. When asked, why do you not have someone else do this work for you? He says, they are not me. This attitude of wholehearted practice is very, very grounding. In my life, in your life, who else can do my work? Who else can do your work? Whether it's exciting or dull, easy or hard, if we live our lives wholeheartedly, when we need more dried mushrooms, we dry them, even if it's hot. The second cook's attitude is exactly the same. After he and Dogen speak, he admonishes Dogen for his naivete and says, You don't really understand characters, and you don't really understand practice. 
What are characters? What are words? So how do we interpret this? So literally, you know, Dogen um, had encouraged him to spend more time studying, studying the sutras. Uh, and so perhaps uh, Dogen was asking, why don't you spend more time in study instead of working so hard, studying the teachings of the ancestors? And there is an important place for study in our school, reading the sutras, koan study, the study of, of form, of ritual. We just had a ritual workshop. And of course, there's also an important place for study, uh, for attention to detail and for expertise in our lives. As a Tenzo, knowing how long to cook the rice and how many squash are needed to make the stew uh, are important, uh, important pieces of information, important pieces of knowledge. Uh, I was in the men's room of a restaurant uh, yesterday and there was a poster on the wall uh, illustrating the 36 points of the horse. So the croup uh, is the top of the hindquarters uh, down to the dock. And the dock is the base of the tail where it connects to the hindquarters. So if, if I was showing horses, I would need to know the points of the horse and what bone structure is suitable for what types of competition. I spent quite a time, a bit of time studying the 36 points of the horse um, as I was standing at the urinal. <laughs> so more generally, what are characters? It's the activity of the discriminating mind, the relative world of this and that. And we need this activity. We need to know when to feed the dog and whether to put on a jacket. It's an essential part of who we are, but it's not all we are. And this is, of course, what trips us up. The notion that our ideas about things are the truth of the matter. Our heads are filled with ideas, including our projections of ourself into everything we see. With so many ideas, it's impossible to see anything for what it really is. It's the lovely story of uh, Tokusan uh, being invited to tea uh, by Ryutan. Uh, and he's a yeah, Tokusan, he's a young monk in this story who's just come to practice with Ryutan. And Ryutan is pouring Tokusan's tea. And as the tea rises up in the cup, he continues to pour. And the tea is overflowing the cup and out onto the table. Tokusan says, stop, stop, what are you doing? And he says, this cup is just like you. You have so many ideas in your head, you can't absorb anything else. What are characters? And what is practice? I find that just asking this question calms me down. What is practice? Sitting in Zazen, walking in Kenyan, bowing to the altar, breathing in and breathing out, being present. We practice being present on the cushion, but we can access it anytime, in any place. Being present. I was asked to explain it. 
I might say practice is the light of awareness that exists in each of us, that notices thought after thought, nen after nen. It's this awareness that allows us to refrain from harm, to practice good, and to save all sentient beings. When I began this talk, I said that a couple months ago, I wasn't able to sit much. I've slowly been able to sit more. But what I've come to realize is that my practice never stopped. When I was having trouble sleeping, I'd lie awake in, bread and, in bed and focus on my breath. When I had a few moments of downtime, I would sink into a chair and close my eyes and just check in with how I was feeling. When I was simultaneously bored and agitated, I noticed that I was bored and agitated. When I was anxious, I noticed that I was anxious. And it was this noticing that brought me, by way of Ryotan Roshi, to Dogen's instructions to the cook. In these last few months, when I was practicing not practicing, something shifted. It's subtle. To use a contemporary phrase, I've leaned into my ordinary life my job and my life as a householder. We've adopted a dog and we're getting to know the dog, dog people at the park. It's very funny because we know all know each other's dog's names, um, but we don't know each other's names. So when we walk up to them, we say, well, how's Ace doing? Lila seems very playful today because we know all the dogs. We're walking in nature every day. I've discovered that there's a wealth of natural beauty within an hour or two of where we live. It's always been there, just been too busy to notice it. I'm doing fewer things because I'm supposed to do them. And I'm doing more things because they feel right. Just when I think the world is falling apart, I see something beautiful. Just when I think the world is beautiful, everything starts falling apart. There is no right way to practice our life. Thinking we've got it, we're far from it. Thinking we're far from it, we find it's right here. What are characters? One, two, three, four, five. And also six, seven, eight, nine, and 10. It's all of the things in our lives. Cleaning up in the kitchen, walking the dog, studying the sutras. What is practice? One, two, three, four, five. It's all of the things in our lives. Because we pay attention to each and everything in its particularity, our practice is always there. Whether we're taking out the garbage, writing a letter, or sitting on our cushion, nothing in the world is hidden. 
I'll let Swedu have the last word. One, seven, three, five. The truth you search for cannot be grasped. As night advances, a bright moon illuminates the whole ocean. The dragon's jewels are found in every wave. Looking for the moon, it is here in this wave, in the next. Thank you for your practice.